Hello everyone and welcome back to the At The Deep End podcast with Eleanor Collar. I haven't got a lot to recap you guys on about this week because honestly it's only been two days since the last episode which if that isn't just proof enough that setting a weekly reset can be successful and completely change your productivity for the week that you're in and the following week I don't know what does or well (laughs) what's the word I'm looking for there anyway so yeah so it's currently Tuesday that I'm filming this as I mentioned in last week's episode I am going to be trialing over the next few episodes um some podcast schedules so for editing planning and recording so I can get some more consistency with the episodes over the few weeks um this week I'm trialing on recording on the Tuesday and then hopefully this will come out on the Wednesday I'm thinking probably tomorrow afternoon we'll see how this goes and how long I seem to waffle for but yeah so that's how that one's going but I highly recommend if you haven't already listening to last week's episode after this one of course because it's honestly one of my favorites that I've recorded so far I stand by having a reset within your week and I really have started my week off to a great start. I've been so productive. I actually ticked off two monthly goals this past two days that I've been really putting off the entire month. And thank God I did because I don't know if I could handle it leaving my November goals into December. But there we are. So I think we should just get straight into this week's episode as as you can guess by the title we will be discussing our comfort zones, why we prefer to stay in them, the importance of getting out of those comfort zones and also how we go about getting out of them, like what are the best ways. Um, This week's episode has been inspired by my active push out of my comfort zone, predominantly within my professional life and striving beyond my comfort zones to accomplish my goals. So I'm so glad that focusing on the shallow-ended episodes first has boosted my confidence during the recording period and now I want to focus on pushing the podcast further in different medias to introduce new audiences so that we can all grow together. Um, so for me, going out of my comfort zone would be starting to sort of promote the podcast on TikTok and Instagram but I am not an avid TikToker. In fact, I don't have any TikToks on my account currently. Although I say that, once you're listening to this, I promise I'm going to have something on there. But on my Instagram, I do post a lot, but it's majority about my personal life. And so my next two goals are to start promoting the podcast on those two sites. I think they'll probably be my most used social medias out of the many that there are um just so that I can get more feedback from you guys as I think it's really important to help the podcast grow in a way that you guys want it to and I want it to and we can work together as a team so that's what inspired me to talk about comfort zones because I think a huge reason as to why we may have such apprehension when trying to step out of these comfort zones and 
pull away from the easier side to life you could say is because of a few things I think there's the anxiety of the risk the fear of what's happening what's going to happen next if I do this what will happen as like a butterfly effect and there's also the huge element of being judged and honestly for me now it's kind of hypocritical when I talk about this now and I definitely need to take a leaf out of my own book when listening back to this episode to edit it but thinking about judgment and if the only thing that is stopping you from doing something is the thought of being judged by others then I think that is your sort of calling to do it because if it's going to make you happy and it's going to improve some aspect of your life, then you should go ahead and do it. Judgment's a strange thing. Um, it's You can't deny that it affects everyone. I definitely would say that you can learn through judgment, and you can learn that some things may not affect you as much and I think there's definitely a progression between how much things can affect you I guess it's similar to like FOMO and sort of the opposite of judgment you know when some people get very anxious about not being in the news of the town sort of thing if you know what I mean and those two things are something that you need to do some personal development on and don't look at what anyone else is doing and only focus on yourself because truly judgment isn't about others it's about you and I think this personal fear for me of being judged by using different social medias um for the podcast because I haven't actually told many people in my personal life about this yet is probably probably to do with past experiences of judgment within school settings and I think in those settings because you're in such a confined space and let's be honest gossip like it spreads like a rash and that can be really intimidating and I think for many people that is where this fear of judgment in their later life when they may be wanting to improve their career or their health or their relationships that is where it's first formed so I guess I just wanted to say that in my head what I'm looking at this is I'm taking a step back and I'm thinking you're assuming that you're going to be judged for this thing unless you have already been judged there is no reason other than your own your own assumption that you'll be judged for this and therefore if you don't know and you don't try you'll never find out and so what I'm saying is try it and if you get judged then you get judged if it makes you happy then the happiness should outweigh the judgment and if you're getting judged and you're having second thoughts or like you're second guessing yourself you've got all this self-doubt is this right? Oh, they're so true in what they're saying and I don't feel like I've done the right thing here. Put into a mind map. What are you doing? So I'll take my f- example, promoting the podcast. 
I won one line coming off your mind map. Why did you want to do that in the first place? Another line. Who made you do that? Did you make yourself do that? Or was there some sort of stigma within society that made you feel like you had to? If you felt like you had to do something, then it wasn't for you. If you wanted to do it yourself, then that's like a, it's it's a pro and a con list, if you know what I mean. That's a pro. I want another line coming off. And I want you to fill this space See, it's like a corner of the page. And in this space, you're going to put the judgment and you're going to categorise them. So is this someone like throwing petty comments at you? Is this someone um, diminishing your confidence and sort of doubting your progress? Or is this constructive criticism? Write it all down. Cross off everything that is not going to benefit you. And even if it's tough to look at, even if it's, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing, cross that out. How do they know? You don't know, so how do they know? You don't. Cross that one out. But if they're saying, oh, like, for example, if it was me, if they're like, oh, their mic quality is awful, I'll circle that one. Mm, Okay, so I need to look into the way that I'm editing my episodes. I need to look in the way that my setup is that is constructive criticism in the form of judgment yes they should have worded it differently but if you can take that judgment and pull it apart you'll start to focus on the constructive criticism and it sort of forms a bit more of a barrier between judgment itself and you and I feel like that's where you see this gap between people who aren't separating this judgment and the people who have and they are completely unbothered and I find myself looking at those people and I'm like oh my god how do they not let it get to them and then I think oh wait this is what they've done and now they've got to this headspace where they just do that unconsciously and they no longer need to write down a mind map or even a pro and con list they're just in the back of their mind is blocked out already another thing is the anxiety and the element of risk now these two kind of coincide your anxiety from a biological point now I'm not a doctor so don't quote me on any of this but it is connected to your fight and flight your fight and yeah that is it isn't it your fight or flight Now, a lot of the time people get anxious because their body is trying to convince them that something is going to go wrong and that they're in danger. You need to eliminate the true dangers of what you may want to be doing to step out of your comfort zone. Um, And eradicate the dangers. Now, when I say dangers imagine me doing this with quotation marks okay and just completely eradicate them and think that's anxiety those those aren't things they're anxiety and then you focus on the things that may be at risk and that element of risk that you sectioned off needs to be then weighed against happiness contentment 
to fulfillment and I guess with certain situations you could put it against success and success can be completely malleable to what you believe success is so if success to you is that you're healthy or you're content or maybe you're progressing in whatever aspect of life it is then that's that but as long as you're weighing the element of risk against the success then you can truly decide whether this move out of your comfort zone is appropriate or not sorry I've got a cold I feel like it's gonna be December now and I'm going in with a cold I'm just like no but now that you've decided whether this move out of your comfort zone is appropriate or not I see there's two types of movement beyond so I sort of see them in my mind as gradual and the plunge so gradual I would describe as a move beyond your comfort zone that needs to happen in smaller steps and will take a longer duration of time but will still like achieve the same goal as maybe the plunge would and it's all about doing something gradually so for me my next step out of my comfort zone is the podcast and I see this as a gradual movement beyond my zone and that is because I will start off small so I start off with maybe one TikTok a week and then I'll improve it and I'll go okay now I'm going to start contacting people and I will sort of section things into a little checklist and you can do this with many goals many goals can be gradual and I see moving beyond a comfort zone is a goal in itself so this is very adaptable to different aspects of your life but the whole point of a gradual movement is that you section it so finely that you have an entire checklist and it makes it a lot more easier to sort of plow through them but also take it at your own pace and this isn't like a scary freefall where you're like oh my goodness quickly I'm stepping out boom this is a gradual thing another thing that I'd apply this to is maybe if you want to fall in love with exercise again maybe you fell out of love um or maybe you'd really like to release your endorphins through exercise but you're not very experienced with it you haven't done it before I would describe getting into exercise as a gradual movement beyond your comfort zone start off small start with home workouts maybe if you're not feeling confident go to a gym then increase how often you do this then maybe go to a gym maybe increase how often you go to the gym start researching then you could even like apply for a class and so those are mini steps to get to your main goal in a gradual duration of time the other movement beyond is what I call the plunge now the plunge I'd say is more appropriate for the comfort zones that are very much based around anxiety so the plunge is like imagine you've got the list of graduals scrunch them all up into one huge step 
that's the plunge and often the plunge can be applied to fears like irrational fears or um you literally just had an idea of what another comfort zone could be that needs to plunge and now it's flown out of my mind okay I've kind of got another one I guess it's a strange way to say a comfort zone but we're gonna call it comfort friends so you've got a toxic friendship group and you want out but you don't know how and this is a very anxiety inducing friendship group and you know yourself that it's not good for you to be in it and it's not healthy at all but there's obviously the added pressure that you may not want to upset anyone or you may have this fear of not having any friends or this explosion after maybe like you don't want it to explode in your face you don't want there to be this huge you know flare up within the group I would take the plunge with that you need to cut off there is no good in gradually gradually cutting off a friend now there's a difference between gradually cutting off friends and a friend do not ghost someone like over time or I don't know don't get malicious with it don't start to suddenly be like "Mm, no or be quite rude when they ask to meet you or some days you're nice to them some days you're not don't be fake that's why taking the plunge is really important for solo friends so like solo toxic relationships taking the plunge you cut them off but you don't ghost you say look I've been reflecting on this relationship, it's really not healthy, um, blah, 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 we need space, or I'm not okay with furthering this relationship, whatever it feels right to you, you say, that's where you plunge something, gradual would be, I guess, a friendship group, where you plunge a few of them, and you give time to others now this one can be quite complicated because obviously I wouldn't always recommend merging the two types of movement however sometimes it's necessary and I have been in this situation where you need to plunge two off because they are so negative in your life you literally can't take it anymore but some of them you're on you know you're a bit on the fence about so this is where I'd say plunge the ones that you're definite about and gradually test the others and this is where you can use gradual movement to test your comfort zone sort of rock the boat a bit plunge is when you're diving straight in I'd also say a plunge I'd really recommend plunging into oh it's difficult there's so many things that could be both and I guess it's dependent on the type of person you are. Some things that I would plunge into, others may gradual. For example, like I would definitely gradually go into the gym and which is what I have been doing. But I know some people would completely just plunge into that. And so it's very dependent on who you are as a person and what you sort of like. And also where you are in life. Sometimes taking the plunge doesn't fit your schedule at the time and sometimes gradual just isn't quick enough 
Um, so I'll leave that one to you guys to adapt yourselves to. It really just, it's very, it's difficult because it's very dependent. Um, you can mix them both up. I wouldn't recommend it for most things. I just say in relationships, that is one where I'd find a lot of mix up of the type of movement between gradual and plunge. But things like activities or fears, you know, those can be very gradual or plunge. So I hope that there's a lot that you can take away from this episode and you can join me on moving beyond your comfort zones this week and in the future. I know I definitely want to take a few plunges in the upcoming year, particularly for some of my fears. I have a fear of big things. I have megalophobia, which if no one knows, it's just a fear of big things. It's kind of ironic because I'm five foot one, but I am really scared of like ships and whales and just big sculptures. So I've actually wrote on my bucket list. I want to either go on a large ship or go whale watching because for some reason I stupidly think that if I take the plunge on that I'm gonna get over my fear so maybe I'll be able to do that in the future and I'll document it for you guys and we'll see the difference between a plunge and a gradual comfort zone (laughs) wish me luck on that I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode um I'm going to be trialing out the schedules I think for December not sure it might only be for half of December we'll see I am quite liking this idea of the Monday Tuesday Wednesday for me um but yeah just leave leave any feedback for me and we can discuss what fits us all best um yeah I haven't got much to say else, guys, because it's literally been two days. Other than you need to do a Sunday reset because it really, really helps. But yeah, I'll see you all soon. Follow me on Instagram, on TikTok. It's literally just at Eleanor Collar. Bye-bye.